Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Modern Day Wizards. Today, I'm joined by a mysterious person, Sagacious Owl. <laughs> so, Sagacious Owl has contacted me. Well, we've had comments back and forth on some of my videos. And I will say that, you know, some of the things that you say are extremely wise. So, that's a very good sign. And and then, you know, we've also communicated by email a little bit. And you you had mentioned that there was a video you watched and you had some things you wanted to talk about. And we can also talk about lots of other things. But anyways, I'm looking forward to chatting. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for inviting me. Sure. <clears throat> so perhaps we start with a chat about uh, the video of David uh, Greenberg. Okay, so this is the David Greenberg podcast about the coaching industry. Yeah, that's it. And maybe if you want, after if we have spare time, we could uh, chat of other things. Sounds good. Okay. <clears throat> so maybe uh, I have some notes about uh, this video, and uh, I don't want to lecture you. So please, if you need, uh, don't hesitate to interject. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, just uh, to begin with, uh, a quick side note. Uh, I watch uh, some of the David's videos uh, on his channel. And uh, you're absolutely right. He's very good at explaining natural law and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And I hope he will get more views because he deserves it. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, one uh, uh, will uh, split the... the the talk about the different ways to uh, teach the, as I remember the video was about uh, the coaching industry and uh, the different ways you can approach it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yep. I, I have a teacher little, so it's a subject uh, of interest for me. And, you uh, have what? What did you say you have? I have teached a little. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, it's, I, I think it's an important subject to make the world evolve. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so we start with the bad way, the sorcerer's way, <laughs> mm -hmm. to understand uh, the dark side of the, of the teaching, if sure. you want. <laughs> so I think in, in this category, there are two big fall one is the bad start to begin with to have uh, unnatural uh, thinking and uh, and the second part will be uh, the slippery slope where you gradually go into the dark side <laughs> mm -hmm. so the first start uh, to start with uh, it's the bad start and in the bad start, I think we have, again, two, two main categories. The first one, and I see the more developed everywhere, is a money-driven uh, fall. Uh, because uh, I think there are different uh, expressions of the same uh, issue. Mm -hmm. The same issue is uh, the people want to have ascendancy over, the, over other people. So in the for the money driven, it's a non-personal ascendancy you obtain, but uh, it's an ascendancy nonetheless. Mm -hmm. I think it's about 
80% of the bad start begin with the money-driven mindset. Because as you know, everything you start, you begin to have a thought. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the money is authority still because basically anyone will do whatever you want if you give them enough money. Yeah, sure. But it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's the state of being now, but uh, in the future, I hope, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I think <laughs> it will change. Uh, you think that we won't have money? Uh, I'm not really sure about it yet, but mm-hmm. uh, not the way it is used now. Because I think they will be much more conscious into what you are doing. Mm-hmm. So you're just not buying, uh, com- comfortably buying without uh, buying your conscience out of the transaction, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yep. Yeah. So uh, in this uh, money-driven uh, coaching, uh, they see coaching as a career. They they plan they plan into earning a lot of money. It was the initial thought. Yep. So if you look anywhere now about uh, business development, they all tell you about the economy of attention. The true value is your time. And the best way to leverage uh, your time is by doing formation coaching. So if, if it was uh, the first part, the initial thought was, oh, I need money. How can I make money? Yeah. And it's uh, the easy answer. Why is it easy? Because now finding some uh, knowledge is not hard because you have internet and uh, plenty of resources. Mm-hmm. And uh, Building a website to sell your formation or coaching is relatively easy now. We have tools. It's it's easy. So it's easy money. And because if you want to have the same same earnings, but uh, by doing manual labor, it will be much harder. And uh, at a time, it will be hard cap because uh, you have only... 24 hours in a day even mm-hmm. if you're the most most skilled I don't know a woodworking man you have only a limited time so you are limit on your gain yep so I think it's it's the most important aspect of the problem going on the way of uh, dark wizardly wizard yeah p- p- people basically the reason that they thought about being a coach is because they thought they could make money with it rather yeah. than you know and that person's not really going to be naturally gifted in it they're not going to be naturally interested in it and they're probably not really that naturally interested in helping not, not other at, people not at all you're totally right because they just look for a niche uh, a marketplace, a place where you they can sell. There is a need, so they can sell. And yep. given nowadays, uh, there are a lot of people desperate. There, are, it is very easy to sell them anything to just alleviate a little their painful existence in this world. Yep. Say, and the funny, sad part of it 
is uh, they don't these people that are willing to buy any anything they don't realize the, that most of their pain they just cause to themselves not wanting to be honest with themselves not wanting to be what honest yeah. honest yeah oh yes okay not seeing the truth what would they is. see if they were yeah. being honest with themselves yeah so and uh, well, i just well, just Yeah, okay, so wh why wh why are they why are they afraid to be honest with themselves? Because uh, since they were born, they were their attentions were focused on the outside, never in the inside. So they don't experience time with themselves. So they don't understand truly what's come into themselves. And, and what do you think? Thoughts. Do you think that is the, a natural state, or that there's something about the human society no, no, which causes that? <laughs> it isn't, of course. It's not natural state. It's the the brainwash system bring you into uh, always focus on the, uh, on the outside mm -hmm. and uh, focus on your career, focus on the, anything on the screens and so on and so on. So you never have time to understand by yourself, in yourself. So, but what would that, what is scary about going from a place of having been trained to always be focused on the outside and doing everything to please everyone around you? Why is it scary to consider doing the alternative? It is unknown. And, uh, It, you, and you are told uh, that uh, it's uh, not mandatory. So, and, and everything, you are sold the, the big dream of uh, just consume and be happy. Mm -hmm. So, you don't have a reason to look elsewhere. Do you... So, so basically, the fear is... The unknown, and you mentioned that the people, they 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 said it's not mandatory, or basically it's just it's like a, a thing that you could do, but you know it's not really an important thing you can do. Do you think mm -hmm. that it's neutral like that, or do that actually the people around you kind of actively discourage you from of looking inside? Of course, they're discouraging you because they have nothing to find. Uh, on the scale of. Uh, On the global scale, they have no interest at all to people uh, realizing uh, how deep we are in the mind control and enslavement. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it's uh, thrown upon. Mm -hmm. And in your video, you made a little comment. You said that on the... A, a sentence that is often heard in the coaching industry that the more you charge, the more people buy. Yep. And it's true to an extent because the customers you will have in this mindset, they will have slave mindset and uh, in their understanding of how the world works, Mm -hmm. It is true that the more money you put, the more value you get. And it yeah. will be very good advices, uh, life-changing yeah. advices. 
Yep. But, if you're looking for external authority, then yeah, you're going it. to you're going to want the one, the guy in the in the high office in the in the skyscraper mm. above, you know, you know, and he's just he's going out to lunch every day, drinking wine and hanging out with cool people. Mm. That's the guy. Yeah. And that's why at this point, this really go into the dark magic ter territory, I think, mm -hmm. because you you have a a knowledge knowledge advantage and uh, you you gain of it you're not trying to make people on to go on the same level as you mm -hmm. you are just trying to give a, give them just a little bit to milk them as mm. you really well said in your video so It's a yeah, first... basically the difference between I, I mean I say the difference between magic and sorcery is basically just that you know it's like it's seeking knowledge and putting that knowledge into effect and also but the determining factor between the two is do you share it with the world and use it for mm -hmm. the benefit of er of everyone or do you keep it to yourself intentionally mm -hmm. so that yeah. you have power differential over people yeah that's it and uh So as I said, the easy money is always a trick because nothing is really easy into self-empowerment. You need to, there are harsh time. Sometimes it's difficult, but you must overcome. And it's the whole goal is to overcome. And when I see a situation now, but it's a kind of wisdom I gain over time, It, when I see the easy way, a choice between the easy way and the hard way, I'll always think twice on the easy way because most of the time it's a trick. And mm -hmm. uh, the hard way, it may seem to be hard at the beginning, but most of the time you realize when you engage in the hard way that mm -hmm. it's much easier than you thought and uh, you learn much more from the hard way than the easy way. Mm -hmm. perhaps uh, your own life uh, could be an example of this because I think at the beginning uh, maybe it was not that easy to make this transition to uh, your kind of minimal lifestyle no it was a very difficult very difficult thing and you actually touched on that in one of your comments you know talking about escaping your responsibility Mm -hmm. to do something about what's going on in the world by having kids. And I, yeah. I tried to do that multiple times and it, it specifically because I was afraid of doing what I knew I needed to do. Right. Yeah. And so, but anyways, you know, the universe forced me to go the hard way. Yeah. And uh, I, I honestly, I'm, I feel like I'm lucky mm -hmm. because I could, I could have really screwed myself over. Yeah, sure. And uh, it became it be can become very difficult to do the job you have to do when you have kids because you need to take care of them. Yeah, you can't just leave them be in this world and <laughs> just pray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, your whole focus will have to go on them, and then also just the the state of the world. Well, yeah, you'll have to really like be thinking about how you're going to take care of them mm. and all that stuff there's just no time you're not going to have any time yeah, to to sure. to to do your mission and why put the charge on them 
Exactly. And that's, and, and, you know, it's not just like some people might hear that and think, oh, but th- you're not really, you don't really expect your child to do that. But I'm like, well, in my case, that psych- deeply psychologically, yes, that is exactly what I was doing. I was basically mm-hmm. saying, oh, I'm going to pass the torch, pass the torch. And you really have no right to do that. You know, you have yeah. no right to pass your torch to another human being. Because we are here now. Why not do the job? <laughs> It will be much simpler if everyone just do the job yep. within the, themselves and around them and everything would be solved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah so to come back of the coaching industry uh, the second uh, bad start as I said uh, is uh, what I call psychic vampire <laughs> it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know because when you are not in it for the money you're in it of, for control over people mm-hmm. and uh, it's what I uh, write as a personal ascendancy you But there are much less people in this category. But uh, you, so it's be... like wanting people to worship you, that that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I will describe it a little more. I think it's like the people trying to grow a cult, uh, sleeping toward the sectarian guru behavior like this. You mm-hmm. and uh, at the end, it leads to slavery, rapes, and bad things like that. But mm-hmm. Slavery, I say slavery, but we are <laughs> most of us as all enslaved. It's just we can mostly accurately told unwanted ownership transfer from state to private individuals. Mm-hmm. It would be more correct. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and these people are, could be devastating to others and uh, ruin life. But uh, I, I've seen uh, such people. Uh, do do bad things so mm-hmm. it's a it's an interesting topic i don't know how deep we should go into it but basically for me that whole i don't feel like what i'm doing is specifically for that reason but i do recognize that tendency within myself mm. you know what i mean to yeah, yeah, yeah to enjoy when people like what I'm doing to enjoy when people agree with me to enjoy when people think highly of me. And, um, you know, right now I feel like it's at a fairly healthy level and I kind of, kind of make a point to never modify my message to not upset people because I'm like, I need to keep upsetting people. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but I'm still looking for like, how do I really make sure that I don't go down this path? Like, because it's Mm -hmm. a slow process you know what i mean yeah i, I think we have some answer to this uh, in the next part on the slippery slope and how to okay. avoid this mm-hmm. so in the first two uh, bad start i described i think there are some common uh, things we can uh, see developing uh, one of these are what I call virus thoughts or word aggression or mantra that in this coach uh, industry, they are often, they have some keywords that they put forcefully into the brain of their victims, I can mm-hmm. say. And uh, it's the 
the real goal behind this, I think, it's my, my view, uh, you can disagree, it's to build what uh, on the esoteric level we can call an egregore. It's uh, an energy field, we can say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, to make the the believers, it's really a, a religion. To make the believers to fuel this uh, this uh, energy tank, I can't uh, describe it like this. Mm-hmm. And the the top man, he can use this energy for himself. Yeah, well, he's the one who kind of originally created it and has access yeah, to it, understands how it works, and so. Yeah. And it's a really bad behavior because you're yeah. just milking other people of their energy. So yeah, I mean that's per- that's a lot of religion. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly the all the religions are building like this. You mm. uh, you have a very good example if you don't understand it for the Muslims. They're yep. all uh, praying at the same hour. Yep. To the same planet, direction. Yep. Aiming at the same dark cube. Yep. Okay. Man, <laughs> I, I thought about that. That is so tri- you know, it's so crazy. It's like, do you realize how powerful that must be? What what yeah. what are they building here? What is yeah. what is this? And uh you don't see anything uh happening in this cube for the public. So yep. there are occult things happening there and they are harvesting all everything to yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like a big satellite uh, antenna. It's like you know, like you spread out you, and then you point everything at that one little place yeah. to collect it. Yeah, yeah. So the slippery slope. Uh, I think the first uh, issue you can have is the lack of initial goal definition. If you have your, you. Know, how can I say? Uh, your goal is not, uh, not, I don't like to use the word pure, but, you know, if you are, if you're money driven, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, but if you, at the start, you are not really sure why you are doing it or you are not really able to see why you are doing it. By example, if you have a need for recognition, it uh, could be one uh, reason, not a good one, but it could be a reason you start uh, doing this. It may lead to behavior after where you try to convert new believers in you for them to to make you bigger, to make you up in the, the scale of... I think this is the first. Uh, do you get what I uh, what I mean? So not not totally. So I, I want to go back and go back to the framework real quick. Just yeah. un- make sure I understand where we are. Okay. So there's the there's the two sides of coaching, and yeah. we're on the bad sides of coaching. Yeah, that's. And right. then w- there's two parts of the bad sides of coaching, and yeah. one of those is the bad start, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, within that, there's money, and then there's vampirism. Yeah. Okay, but but back. To the bad start. What's mm-hmm. the other one? Is the slippery slope, right? Yeah. Okay. You, you you start with what you think of good intentions, but uh, with time you are going uh, more and more evil. Gotcha. So you're basically falling into 
the same situation as the bad yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're coming. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. But you just you started in a good place and then yeah. transitioned to the bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So second uh, way to sleep uh, very well on the slope uh, is the lack of wisdom. So mm -hmm. maybe I should define what I mean by wisdom. Okay. Because it's a wild world and can be interpreted in different ways. Yep. So for me, uh, wisdom is you must have, to be wise, you must have knowledge, you must understand the natural law, and mm -hmm. you must not have a strong ego. So I agree with the first two. I don't know what, you, what people mean really when they say egos. You know, people mean different things, and a lot of people are really just repeating what other people say. Yeah. And so, I, yeah. what do you mean by ego? Then? Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. I have also a definition for ego, if you want. Okay. Uh, uh, my definition would be uh, the ability to see the world uh, as if you were someone else. If you don't have this ability, you most likely are in a strong ego state because you can't put you as uh, someone else uh, in the mind. So basically, so as a child, there, mm -hmm. there's a phase of childhood where you're not really aware, but there's a third person perspective mm -hmm. with like adults. So like if something disappears from your view, even though obviously it's it's right there, like they, they, they don't understand what's going on, right? So, but at a certain point, and I can't remember the, the name of this, but it's a specific thing in psychology. But basically, at a certain point, you begin to understand that other people have, they have their own perspective, right? Yeah. And on on the very same, like on on a tea kettle, you and them both have a different perspective on that. And there's there's a basically, it's not a it's not a binary thing. It's not like you understand that or you don't. It's like how, how well do you understand that? all of the little intricacies of life can be experienced differently from each individual perspective. So, so are you saying that basically your ability to, I don't know. It's almost like you're saying, don't, don't be attached to this per, per specific perspective because this is just one of those perspectives. You're a little too far on your, perhaps I'd say, you you have a perspective, but it's not the only one. Mm -hmm. So you must consider the others, be able to switch places in the mind, but uh, you're still you. <laughs> so it's so that would not... be a state of low ego. Yeah, low okay. ego. That's what I described as low ego. Okay. And uh, it's... For me, I think it's needed to to have some wisdom, and maybe do you disagree? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think yes. I mean, I think basically, in order to, to be wise, in order to understand natural law, I mean, basically, the reason of natural natural law, from my perspective, ultimately the deepest reason is because anything you do to, to you, someone else, you are actually doing it to yourself, and so. Mm -hmm that's basically taking the ego thing to the extreme. It's just like, well, I don't know, kind of the extreme. It's like it almost meets at, at both ends. But but anyways, um, I, I tend not to talk about the ego as if it's a bad thing. 
But yeah, I, I totally agree with you because anywhere you can see, you can see uh, kill the ego. Yeah, and I think it's the dumbest thing you can say. It's, yeah, it's the here. biggest. <laughs> it's the biggest ego trip that you could yeah. possibly go on. <laughs> yeah, the, you you are so. Uh, kill yourself if you want but you are free but mm -hmm. it's stupid so, yeah yeah okay so then wisdom back to wisdom yeah yeah uh, so if you lack wisdom so knowledge understand of natural law and strong ego it's uh, much easier to fold the slippery slope mm -hmm. uh, a third point will be not knowing your limits and being honest honest with yourself it's uh, come back also with uh, understanding of natural law. But um, another point that could lead you in this way would be jealousy or envy. With, oh, jealousy and envy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for my French accent. <laughs> no worries. Uh, and uh, because it could be depressing to see all the bad wizard coach to make a lot of money because they make a lot of money mm -hmm. and uh, you telling the truth and uh, and uh, having nearly nothing mm -hmm. with time it can grow on you and uh, you can develop uh, some envy and uh, you are tempted to perhaps let make mm -hmm. people pay more or mm -hmm. yep. you know and with time, it can go on the dark path. Yeah. Uh, another point I, uh, I wrote uh, is uh, what they call the savior paradigm. It's uh, when it happens often. Uh, I've seen it a lot in the health uh, coach uh, type. <laughs> uh, someone uh, tried a, a, new, a method, new or old. And uh, that method worked very well for them. And uh, now they are so convinced that uh, this method will solve anything mm -hmm. <laughs> that they want to forcefully uh, put this method on everyone and everything. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I think it's uh, when you only tool you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Mm -hmm. it's uh, the basic concept behind this it's no perhaps you're wrong <laughs> as you say very well in uh, all your video perhaps one of the things I said was wrong mm -hmm. so if you are modest about this there are no problem but if you just focus on this single perfect method that will solve everything uh, chances you are going on the dark side i would say there are i would say in most cases mm. it will this a uh, single thing will not work in most cases mm. but there are things which pretty much do work if mm. people would just do them yeah. um, mms for example would be one yeah. of those chlorine dioxide it's like mm. okay it's pretty much going to work pretty much mm. every time i've really really only time i've seen any exception is when people don't follow the instructions. Yeah. And so, but, but at the same time, even in a case where it really does work most of the time, if people would mm -hmm. just do it, it's like, you still have to have the respect 
for the other person's will, you know, to make yeah. their own decision about it. Right. And that seems like the biggest issue that, mm. that really you have to get over is not, not the idea that you might be wrong. It's the mm. idea that, you know, even though you're right, you know, mm. It's it's none of your you you have the kind of a responsibility to notify yeah, people you, of information, but you don't have the right or to even have the ex- expectation that they do what you recommended. Exactly, you offer them the choice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and uh, the last point of uh, the slippery slope uh, is maybe we will disagree a little on this one. <laughs> To be too dedicated to uh, to your cause, your point, uh, or whatever. I too think, dedicated. Yeah. To uh, you will see uh, where, where I go, where I go. Uh, it's wanting the people to understand and putting by force the the ideas into them. Mm-hmm. If you, it's uh, the same as, as you said previous, previously if you're forcing their will you go against their will then you are doing dark magic so well what would be forcing through language for example oh there are plenty examples of manipulation to word it's relatively easily but aren't we aren't we always doing that? I mean just just in the way that we sing all of our sentences, you know, every single yeah. part of yeah. the phrase goes through a certain note and it's telling yeah. a story through a song, but mm-hmm. that is manipulating the person. Everything that we say is manipulating the person. So it yeah. seems like manipulation in by in uh, of itself is not bad. I, I think there is a differentiation we must make. Okay. Because uh when, as you said, when you speak on where you live, you have an impact of, on people, but there are no will behind to make them change. Do you understand the difference? I don't. I don't think I do. Okay. Uh, how can I put it? Uh, your uh, your first will is not to change the people's mind. You are just living. You tell your neighbor something. Yeah. Maybe it will have a huge impact on his life. But your first will was not a, I will change his life and right. he will become this and that. Right. And that's that's kind of where I. I mean, I used to be in the in the place, and I think a lot of people who start waking up to like health and stuff like that, mm. they go through a phase where it it really is upsetting that people don't listen to you. Right. Yeah. And, but, you know, at a certain point, you know, it it took me years, but at this point I feel kind of close to the point of, I don't, I'm just telling you because I know that I'm, I have a responsibility to, and Mm. it really doesn't matter to me, honestly, what you choose. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, want the best for you, but you know, I'm not going to get all worked up about it. I agree. And I think it's a good thing because you're not on the, on the slippery slope. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I wrote about uh, how to avoid slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Uh, some easy fix first. Uh, I think to limit the student numbers is uh, an easy fix and uh, it will uh, 
make sure you are not going on the ego trip. And uh, are you wait? Are you saying lower class sizes? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, the number of people you teach. Uh, oh, that you're just, coaching specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because I, as I said, I have to teach a little in the past, and I, if you are really honest, uh, there are only a limited student you can uh, teach at right. the time, because you kind of have to... a relationship with all of them, and if you're just yeah. student after student after student, you know, it's 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 like a factory, and you know, yeah. and if you can't have that deep of a relationship with that many people. And if you can't have that relationship then you can't actually effectively teach them. That's it. That's exactly it. So that was the first easy fix. Nice. The second one is to work for low payment or for free. Mm-hmm. So no money driven. <laughs> bye bye. Yep. So about pricing, if you think a little about pricing, teaching, coaching, it's really a stupid idea because you can't, <laughs> first, you, you can't own an idea. Mm-hmm. How can you prove it's your idea? It's impossible. Well, I think that what you're trading is time. You own your yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For time, I can understand. But pricing idea, mm-hmm. it's not a... Not a good thing. I, I can understand because it's a common value, mm-hmm. and uh, you have a limited amount. Yeah, I used to. I used to think that I, my coaching was going to be fine. You know, ask the person how much they make an hour, basically, and then yeah, that's how yeah. much my coaching yeah. costs. It's just like we're trading an hour of value, right? Yeah, that's that's, that's exactly, all we're doing, and that seems really fair to me. Yeah, is that exactly what I am uh, doing now? Nice, really. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's uh, much simpler and uh, it's for me it looked uh, balanced. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's, but then uh, you're going to have the motivation to have clients who are wealthier. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> if you if you fill up on clients because you only have a limited number, then you're going to fill up on like people who flip burgers, you know, and that's like fifteen dollars an hour. So you're getting paid yeah. fifteen dollars for your coaching. So you do have doing it that way kind of get, gives you the motivation to, you know, pick wealthy clients, which, you know, kind of makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, but there, there are work to do with them because uh, I don't think they are beyond redemption. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, yeah, whatever the life uh, brings to you, it's uh, it's okay. They are mm-hmm. wealthy, okay. They are poor, okay. Yeah. So basically, the, you're not using the, it as a deciding factor, and the universe no, is delivering the, your your clients to you. No, no. the The main thing is the the information you give them. Mm-hmm. So that that's it. That's it. And. Uh, the last easy fix would be uh, to dissociate uh, your true identity uh, to your teaching identity or to don't link uh, your teaching to the way you identify yourself to avoid again the ego trip and uh, 
because it's much harder to go on an ego trip if uh, you just uh, have someone uh, not really knowing you well in the knowing your personal life and so on and so on. Mm. So are you saying keep a boundary between yeah. you and your clients basically? Yeah. And don't, think, don't let them in on your personal life and stuff yeah. like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important because as we'll see now for the good way to mentor, <laughs> uh, one of the, on the key aspects I think is to not be, uh, make your, uh, oh, no, your student, don't make your student uh, be dependent on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't, you must make them independent, independent. It's your goal. Yeah. And it's if you, if at a time they become dependent on you, they have perhaps a too close relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time you must uh, be very firm and just uh, cut off because uh, they, they are not trading their problems to you. Mm. It's, uh, they must overcome their own issue. Yeah. But, uh, you can show the way. But, uh, in no case, you are the, the good friends always here to, always here to hear their problems. No, no, no. I don't know if you're okay with Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. So also, uh, to be a, a good teacher, uh, perhaps I would say more a mentor than a teacher because there is a whole differentiation between knowledge sharing and wisdom sharing. And maybe a mentor will be more wise than knowledgeable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyone can teach. I mean, all of the teachers yes. out there in the world are just, they were taught and basically they just had knowledge in quotes planted yeah. in their brain. And then they had to prove that they remembered it. And then they're yeah. doing the same thing yeah. to their students. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's remind me of, of the shameful state of uh, the school system. <laughs> it's uh, horrific. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because they are just putting by force, uh, some, uh, bits of uh, wrong knowledge. And, uh, to the brain of the children. It's, do you think that that is, do you, I mean, do you think that that is intentional? Do you think the school system is like that because course. there's some external group who is of course it's trying a, to sabotage humanity? Of course it is. For me, it's uh, an evidence. It's, uh, who do you think yeah. these people are? Uh, I don't think they are human. Okay. Uh, Are they physical, biological beings? I'm not sure about that. Perhaps, perhaps they can go on the on the physical form. Maybe I have no. I'm not sure about it. And why? Why is it important to them to sabotage humanity on every single level possible? Because they feed on us, on our fear. They feed on us. So just the fact that we feel an emotion of fear, mm. 
that emanates something from our body which they can eat? They, they, they can. I think they can harvest uh, energy through thoughts and through feelings, emotions. Mm-hmm. And uh, like uh, the example of the the Kaaba in uh, for the Muslim is uh, the same. They are harvesting. Why? Why do they choose humans over, say, like cows? I mean, because you could get cows and animals to feel all kinds of different emotions, and it seems like you would be able to harvest from that. But there seems to be, yeah. and, and humans are so much more complex, and the yeah. system you have to build to enslave them has to be so so elaborate and fine-tuned over centuries. So why yeah. is it important that it's human? I think it's the thoughts part because uh, the animals can all uh, suffer pain and uh, be afraid. So we have uh, this in common with them. Mm-hmm. So the only big differentiation I can see is uh, the ability to make a complete complex thoughts. So these thoughts, I think, can feed them also. So so it seems like the thoughts, the, the conceptualization just allows for a greater complexity, a greater variety of different types of emotional experiences mm-hmm. which can occur. So does that, does that imply that that their food is more nutritious to them if it is more complex in that way? Or do you think it's just like flavoring? Uh, Good question. Uh, Not sure about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe, uh, I don't know, because the human tea is gone very low on the, on the, Quality perspective, I can say. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a, a very uh, well, from their perspective, but, but, if it's fear and negative emotions they like, then uh, you mm. know it's not true that the quality of their feed has gotten low. It, as as it gets low from our perspective, it goes. Yeah. It gets better from their perspective. Yeah, but uh, on the thoughts complexity. Maybe mm-hmm. it's uh, going low too. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, it seems like like the whole metaverse thing—the fact that people could start going and existing in all kinds of different, mm. almost non-normal worlds. I mean, you know, there people may be hanging out in worlds that don't have gravity or have different laws of physics and stuff like that. So it seems like I don't know. Would they get yeah. complexity through that, through putting us into a machine and just? making us experience all these different iterations of possibility? Yeah, but I think it's the end goal to be plugged into the machine and mm-hmm. uh, to be milked uh, and uh, so, having no way to escape. So how do we... <laughs> do you think humanity can escape that fate? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but are you optimistic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so, because... If you just stick to the truth and told the truth around you, mm-hmm. you every, um, people may realize and then change them and uh, around them. So with a little time, it, it, it's not 
uh, that long, I think it it can uh, happen quickly. But uh, we need to speak. Mm -hmm. We need to tell the the truth. Yeah. So. Uh, we go back a little on trying okay. to be a good mentor. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so my thoughts is the better is to teach only one student. Yeah. And uh, be uh, with him. It's a kind of a traditional way in the, in martial arts and so on. So you have one student and uh, you teach him uh, directly. It's the more profound way to teach. But uh, there is an issue because, as we just said, we must spread the truth. Yeah, because you're not multiplying in that in that situation. Yeah. No, I yeah. assume maybe it's, you can have a student and then have another student afterwards, but still, it's yeah. not it's very, not very efficient. Yeah. Exactly. So, it's a balance you should make. I have a sort of a gardening uh, <laughs> comparison. Uh, if you, your example, you make videos. It's like seed sowing. You put mm -hmm. seeds everywhere. Yeah. And sometimes, okay, it makes a beautiful plant. Sometimes it did nothing. Mm -hmm. If you do one-on-one -on -one teaching, it's uh, like a cautious gardening. You put your, your seed, you put it in the earth well, you make, you put water, you make sure it's in the sunlight, uh, right? And so, mm -hmm. on, and so on. So on one way, you are sure of the result. On the other way, you're unsure. You're unsure of any specific result, but ultimately yeah. there will be more results. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So there are two ways you have to find a balance in in this scale and uh, find uh, what seems good. You can do both. You can do videos and mm -hmm. uh, share widely and uh, do some uh, specific uh, teaching with one or two people. Mm -hmm. Perhaps it could be a, a mixed way to, to teach, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. I mean, I, I generally have very few clients, you know, often, mm. sometimes I don't have any, you know, you know, it's just like, mm. it's just not the situation that the universe is looking for, for me at the, at any given time. But, you know, once you start getting like three or four or five, you know, most coaching, most coaches would think that's a small amount, but I'm like, mm. yeah, you know, it's, it's hard. hard to, it's hard yeah. to process all of that. Mm. If you want to be good. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult. So. Mm -hmm. you you need to limit the number of people yep for me it's mandatory yeah and uh as i said previously previously uh when you're done mentoring uh, your student uh leave it be don't uh, become a part of the student balance you mm -hmm. just taught them and now if you taught them well they could do by themselves so. Right, because if if you force them to stay in your your molding, you know, yeah. even after they're done being shaped, 
then you are not actually allowing for, you know, the, the generation okay. of yeah. new, better ideas. Mm. Sure. So it uh, will be a shame to keep them uh, in line. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you should just show the way to the student and uh, he has to do the job mm -hmm. on his own uh, will and way. Yep. And maybe they'll come back someday and be like, hey, you know, thanks for all the help. You know, yeah. I, I stood on your shoulders and I saw a little farther and I have some things that I've learned, which you d maybe don't know about, which you might benefit from. Mm -hmm. And to a little uh, sentence, uh, a mentor of me told me, and it, uh, it looks stupid, but it's very true. true. Uh, you can't change. You can't change uh, by doing as always. It's If, if you want a change in your life, you can just stick to the usual. It's, mm. it's very, I, I've seen it often, people wanting a change and not willing to make big change in their life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's not happening. <laughs> right. you, you have to do the job. And, yeah, uh, you can't just imagine what you want and make yeah. a decision of what you want. You then have to act. You have to act. Uh, and uh, if they are in a deep pain, uh, you have to act accordingly. So <laughs> the change will be big, mm -hmm. sometimes huge. And uh, and so we are, it's uh, the same, it's a uh, part of the slave, slave system, but we are taught uh, to always uh, look for easy uh, solution. Just mm -hmm. take a pill, the pain will go away. Yeah, exactly. That's not like it's working. No, no, no. You you have to to realize what is the cause and uh, remove the cause of the pain. Yep. So, yeah, you don't... I mean, basically, that's that's the path back towards, you know, hell is basically ignoring, choosing to ignore rather than choosing truth mm. it's you know basically choosing to go back to sleep yeah so uh, at the time it will be play painful to change to it the first step is always uh, the hard hard step because it's difficult to move out the the way you were to where you will become mm. it's the most energy is in this first step to take and After it will get always easier, but yep. the hard part is, is the first part. Yep, totally agree. And, and in my experience and experience I've heard from other people, you know, once you've made that choice, yeah. you take that first step, then, you know, a big reason why it's easier is because the universe actually, you know, supports you. Mm -hmm. It brings you like the right people at the right time, the right opportunities at the right time, the right lessons mm -hmm. at the right time. Yeah. Totally agree. And uh, also, uh, a thing I learned uh, with time is that you should, if you are doing one-on-one -on -one, uh, mentoring, there should be something like uh, an alchemy between the teacher and the learner. And it's, it's okay to say, no, I can't help you to someone. Mm -hmm. Because Sometimes you can be tempted to, or uh, 
I don't really know if I can teach something to this person and you say, okay, I'll try. Yeah. But it's not working out like this. You must must feel that it will go well with this person. It's just an experiment of me. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of specific experiences where that has been validated as mm. the case, but I've often felt like that. That must mm. be the way it is. Yeah. And uh, just to come back a little on the how much you earn by teaching, uh, I want to mention that by teaching to someone, you learn a lot, but mm -hmm. I say a lot. Yeah. And this by itself, it's a good re reward. Yeah, it's part of the payment. Yeah, yeah, that is. And I can understand the 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 timeshare, so you can have a compensation on money on the time you spend. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I do like this. <laughs> I yeah. think uh, it's okay. But uh, the the teaching itself, uh, you learn a lot, a lot. Nice. And uh, you should also know your student limits because mm -hmm. and teach accordingly because uh, in the video uh, about uh, the the coach industry, uh, you talked about the scarcity of knowledge. Yeah, and it's not a scarcity of knowledge. Not telling everything to anyone. It's just you have to put the informations in the right order to make them understand where right. you're going. Because if you take a perfect normies, watch TV and uh, tell him uh, we are ruled by aliens who milk them uh, of their energy, they will just uh, put the tin foil hat on your head and bye-bye. Uh, yeah. So scarcity so <laughs> would be, would be choosing how you deliver the information to basically According drag, to drag them along, right? And keep them paying you, yeah. right? But 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 if you make the choice of I'm going to help this person to the maximum that I am able to, you, you can't just dump all the information on them at once, right? Yeah, that's it. You, you dumping as much as you can endure. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a difficult art because sometimes you're mistaken. <laughs> so... Yeah. It's sometimes it's a little too much, so you have to find the balance. Yeah, I feel like people can only take in new information in a certain um, amount, and you know, if you keep going, they you know they hear these new ideas, and and it's like oh, an interesting new thought, but it's not like it's something that they'll think about much again in the future, especially if it is never brought up again by between you two right so it's another really important aspect of teaching is kind of the repetition of yeah, yeah. The, keeping oh, these ideas up in in the memory of of what's going on and and bringing them in and relating them back to other ideas because most of the time you are you are in front of a new concept you mm -hmm. never thought of this before right you don't realize the whole implication on your daily life and everywhere. Right. You just see uh, most of the time you teach uh, with an example and so on. So you see uh, peculiar 
example of usage of this concept. So, but uh, you don't see the whole picture. So you need to make examples, uh, many examples, uh, bring it back uh, to mm -hmm. make them see the full picture. Right. Yeah, you can have a big realization about uh, something and you can see how it's going to change so much of the way that you think about things, but all of those changes are, still have yet to occur and they still yeah. are, they're going to take a lot of time yeah. to develop. Yeah. Sometimes it can also be very quick. Sometimes you just have a realization and you understand all this topic uh, at once. It, it can happen too. Nice. Most of the time, it will take time. Mm. It depends of on uh, are you ready to realize all this or not? Right. Are the things that blocks your your thoughts or not? Mm. So, so we're about, or I think we're close to an hour. Is there anything yeah, I tend to no, like to keep it close uh, to an hour? But do you have anything yeah, else that you wanted to, to no, talk it, about? It's okay. I, I've finished. For okay. me, if you have uh, other points to make, or... uh, well, I I had two here. Let me let me one second. I am going to go to another screen. Hopefully, it doesn't stop the call. Just I need to. Okay, so the other thing I was uh, interested in talking about, but I I now think that is probably too big of a of a topic to bring up. So maybe we could talk about it in in the future. But uh, in response to the video I did, um, the the Black Pill podcast. Mm -hmm. You basically said that a person's responsibility is basically correlated or equivalent to their ability to enact their own will. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that is a really interesting topic. I think we could probably do a whole hour on that. Does that does that yeah. sound like something you'd be interested uh, in talking about sometime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Okay. All right. So is there anyone, anything online? I mean, basically, it seems like you're trying to stay fairly private, but you want... Yeah to give any way for people to contact you or see your stuff or anything or just stay private? No, no I, I stay private for now. Okay. It's All uh, right. much better because I live in a total communist uh, country. So <laughs> it's uh, not yeah. easier. Yeah, it seems so. probably necessary in a lot of places. Yeah. So, Okay, cool. Well, uh, I look forward to having that conversation. Thanks for coming on. Same for me. All right, take care. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching. If you'd like to see more content like this, head on over to moderndaywizards.org. And if you're wondering, how can you be a wizard? Well, all you got to do is seek truth and share it.